Welcome to the very first episode of Shine Your Spine. Now, the question on some people's mind might be, why is a podcast called Shine Your Spine? What's so special about the spine? Well, in my understanding, everything. We of the Western world has completely strayed from our own awareness and undeliberately let the most important knowledge about ourselves fall into oblivion. Ancient cultures have since thousands of years ago realized that along the spine is placed different chakras or energy centers that represents different emotions, functions and certain abilities of our lives and most importantly our capability to sense energy. To be honest I never thought I would ever do a podcast let alone a podcast with this kind of content. However, here I am. There will be a lot talking about energy, since everything is energy. Telekinesis, clairvoyance and communications with spirit and such have always been considered being spiritual activities. But in other words, all that just as well could be referred to as energy work. Mowing the lawn or doing the dishes is also energy work, but it may sound a little awkward suggesting that mowing the lawn is a kind of spiritual activity. So energy is the one word that fits everything in existence. And before we get started I'd like to announce a little disclaimer. I'm from Sweden. And to all my fellow countrymen and women, if any one of you wonder why I don't do this podcast in Swedish, it's simply because I want to reach out to as many as possible, and I find it less likely that people of other nationalities would understand Swedish than a Swede would understand English. Also, since I will talk a lot about spiritualism, religion and theology, I will dive into different religions, however, I am not myself dedicated to any religion per se. I have found bits and pieces in all of them, and I may account for religious texts and meanings in a way that may appear offensive to the true devotee. So, if you are one of those, I advise you to either set your standards aside, or simply stop listening right here. Now, who else might I offend? Yes, people of different traits might also feel offended as I, being totally uneducated in their field of work yet will talk a lot about their profession in a way that strictly contradicts years in plural spent on education, degrees and diplomas. Education is to a great part something manifested from the level of the mind, and I will talk a lot about the mind, but with insights sprung from beyond the mind, as many people know it. Knowledge can be obtained from a book in a classroom. Wisdom and the understanding of it is not always to be found in physical books of this outer world, but written in the stars in your inner space, in your heart, 
in worlds you may yet have to discover. To understand the content of this podcast, I firstly want to explain why I do it, and how I came in touch with all of this. It's all because a certain event in my life, something that by force turned my perception of the world completely upside down. It happened quite recently. To be specific, it was Friday the 25th of June 2021. And before getting to the event, I need to explain how and why it came to me. So I need to tell you a bit of my story. I'll keep it as essential as possible in a short conceivable draft. The last thing I want to do is to bore you. Lastly, I share my view, my perspective, my experiences. I do not claim to have found the truth. For anyone who says so has obviously not found it, because the only truth there is, is that there is no truth. I was born 1980. I grew up in a typical middle-class family with a mom, dad and a three-year-old sister. I remember already as a child, when I was about four or five years old, that I just knew that music is my thing. That's what I'm supposed to do. I didn't know how or why I knew that. No one in my surrounding had yet suggested it to me or introduced me to music. Sure, we had a piano in the house and sometimes I would beat the piano and realized that it generated sound. But just in the same way when I beat my sister, she also generated sound. It was just something that was innate in my blueprint. I also knew lots of other stuff that in a similar way I just knew. Like many children, I thought the world was magical and I had a vivid imagination. Many grown-ups often say that kids have such vivid imagination and then kind of look at it as a short phase of childhood that you just grow out of as you get older. In my opinion, they don't realize that that state is not a transitory phase. It's the most important essence of a person's entire being. Also, they don't realize that that state disappears only because the grown-ups themselves suppresses it by teaching their children to quit daydreaming, snap out of it, or this is the real world. I soon realized that my perspective of the world did not always rhyme with either my parents or other adults in my environment, so I started to keep my inner world to myself, as I realized no one showed either understanding or interest of it. As I grew older, I continued to absorb the so-called reality of my surroundings. I picked up and learned that life is not supposed to be easy, that you must work very, very hard in life just to survive, and you cannot expect to do as you want, like to do what you are passionate about. Such things as passions, especially in art such as music, acting, or being a painter, were to be considered to do in your spare time or as a hobby. What an unfair world, I thought to myself. 
Are we really meant to be like slaves and spend most of our lives working jobs just for the sake of money to maintain a state of survival? A painting doesn't bring food to the table, was the mentality of the time. However, working a factory job, pushing a button on a machine nine hours a day, that puts food on the table. So, am I supposed to spend 40 years of my life just to work a job that completely kills my creativity, just to get money to feed myself and maintain a state of survival. Growing up among slogans such as Life ain't easy. Contribute to the welfare of society. It's no use complaining and so on. That philosophy seemed to me like prison work or slavery. At the same time, I knew there were people living their dreams as actors, musicians, or in whatever line of work. Who were they then? Were they like the chosen ones? Were they gods? Or were they simply so much better than everybody else that no one could ever measure up to them? Or limited space on the world's biggest stages and simply no vacancies? Or were they just lucky? as if they won the jackpot of life's greatest lottery. It just didn't make sense to me. But not knowing other than what I was taught and what I picked up from the reality I grew up in, I somewhat unwillingly accepted that this world simply operates in such ways. My parents did as all people do. They did the best they could from their own level of awareness and I don't blame them. There was a time when I did, but I have learned to rise above it, and I love them both with all my heart. I have no memories of seeing my parents smile to each other, or hug, or kiss each other, or saying nice words to each other. They seemed to me like two grown-ups that I just called mom and dad. Although I noticed that other kids' parents and couples seen in movies or on television, they smiled and seemed to express love in a very obvious way. I also learned that some kids had parents that were abusive, alcoholics or criminals, and I knew that there were people in other corners of the world that were haunted by starvation, war, prosecution and disease. So I considered myself lucky. We didn't really speak of feelings in my family. And when my parents divorced when I was 12, I had about a million questions about it. But when approaching the subject, I felt a profound resistance about discussing it at all. Don't mention the war. From that time on, I felt abandoned. I felt there was no adult I could lean on. I was on my own. As I continued growing up in this small society, I noticed that people already in quite young ages started to repeat the same loop of life as their parents. Grow up, get an education, get a job, get family and kids, get old, sick and die. I've always been an empath, could easily start to cry just listening to beautiful pieces of music. I could easily relate to other person's feelings. I could just stand still 
and admire the beauty of a tree or the sky. I really felt as being the odd one out and I was often labeled as a dreamer by teachers and others. As years went by, life just didn't fall in place. It always seemed that the peace and happiness were to be found beyond the horizon. But when I got to the horizon, it had moved. Just like chasing the treasure at the end of the rainbow, an unobtainable illusion. I got into many relationships that never worked out. Always started by falling in love, where both only had eyes for one another, successfully, progressively evolving to disagreements, jealousy, fear, guilt, blame, shame, and eventually breakup. This took its toll on me, as I fell deeper and deeper into a state of feeling unworthy. I was tired and weary, both on the physical and mental plane. Life had been nothing but a great struggle that never had led me to any form of serenity. No matter how much effort and strength I put in, I always ended up drained of energy, tired and broken-hearted. To a point where I just gave up, I came to the conclusion that all that is left to do is to get out of this vicious cycle once and for all. So I decided to kill myself. That wraps it up for now. Until next time, take care of yourself. Thank yourself for being who you are. And most importantly, love yourself. And lastly, I would like to end this first episode by quoting a lecture of the late great Alan Watts, philosopher, author and speaker. So thank you for listening and welcome to Shine Your Spine. If you are ready to wake up, you are going to wake up. And if you are not ready, you're gonna stay pretending that you are just a poor little me. And since you are all here and engaged in this sort of inquiry and listening to this sort of lecture, I assume that you are all on the process of waking up. Or else, you're only teasing yourself with some kind of flirtation with waking up, which you are not serious about. But I assume, maybe you're not serious, but sincere, that you are ready to wake up. So then, when you're in the way of waking up, and finding out who you really are. What you do is what the whole universe is doing at this place you call here and now. You are something the whole universe is doing in the same way that a wave is something that the whole ocean is doing. The real you is not a puppet that life pushes around. The real deep down you is the whole universe. So then, when you die, you are not going to have to put up with everlasting non-existence, because that is not an experience. 
A lot of people are afraid that when they die, they're gonna be locked up in a dark room forever and sort of undergo that. By one of the most interesting things in the world, this is a yoga. This is a way of realization. Try and imagine what it will be like going to sleep and never wake up. Think about that. Children, think about that. It's one of the great wonders of life. What would it be like to go to sleep and never wake up? And if you think long enough about that, something will happen to you. You will find out, among other things, that this will pose the next question to you. What was it like to wake up after having never gone to sleep? That was when you were born. You see, you can't have an experience of nothing. Nature abhors a vacuum. So after you're dead, the only thing that could happen is the same experience or the same sort of experience as when you were born. In other words, we all know that after people die, other people are born. And they are all you. Only you can only experience one at a time. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And where so beings exist throughout the galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. You know that very well. Only you don't have to remember the past in the same way you don't have to think of how you work your thyroid gland or whatever else is in your organism. You don't have to know how to shine the sun. You just do it like you breathe. Doesn't it really astonish you that you are this fantastically complex thing? and that you are doing all of this and you never had any education in how to do it. <laughs>